who you gonna call, the best candidate for the job, and maybe text them too if you want to bust ghosting in the hiring process. In case you didn't know, ghosting is a term that originated on the dating scene and refers to an abrupt ending in all communication without explanation. In the corporate context, candidate ghosting has been pervasive in retail and hospitality for some time, but since the great resignation, the problem has been haunting more employers than ever before. In fact, Robert Half found that 39% of hiring managers report that candidate ghosting is more common than two years ago. And a Vizier survey recently revealed that 84% of job seekers claim they've ghosted an employer in the last 18 months. There's something weird and it don't look good. So what is a recruiter to do? In this episode of HR Party of One, we'll cover what candidate ghosting is, including what to look for. By the end, you'll have a better understanding of what your organization can do to avoid this problem. We'll discuss why candidate ghosting is a problem, three signs a candidate might be ghosting you, and five ways to mitigate candidate ghosting. Let's go. Why candidate ghosting is a problem. First, we need to acknowledge that recruiters have a ghosting problem too. The hiring process offers little incentive to provide closure to candidates who didn't make the cut, especially if there's a large candidate pool and need to hire quickly. Following up is an expectation without accountability, but common courtesy can be karmic and recruiters are increasingly feeling left in the cold as the labor market heats up. So why now? The simple explanation is that the great resignation has created a situation in which managers are losing talent faster than they can fill their open positions and quality candidates know they have options. And that means there's little incentive to provide closure to employers who didn't make the cut. Ghosting leaves recruiters in the lurch. Not only have they invested valuable time in finding a candidate they're willing to make an offer to, but they have no guarantees that it won't keep happening. After all, if ghosting means the end of the conversation, how can employers understand what went wrong? Fortunately, both the Robert Half and Vizier surveys shed some light on why candidate ghosting is on the rise. According to Robert Half, the top three reasons why candidates ghosted employers were, the interview process was poor, they received another job offer, and the job wasn't what they expected. Vizier respondents gave these reasons. Salary below expectations, more attractive job offers, job description was inaccurate, bad reputation, and concerns about company culture. Although the wording is different, you may notice some similarities, notably process, other offers, expectations. Your organization has the power to address these problems and reduce the risk of candidate ghosting. But before I explain how HR can be more proactive in preventing it, let's look at some red flags you'll notice from candidates who are likely to ghost. Three signs a candidate might ghost you. As I mentioned, ghosting means abrupt ending of all communication without explanation, but there are warning signs that HR pros should look for. Here are three signs a candidate might be ghosting. One, poor communication from the beginning. Essentially, ghosting is a communication problem. That means you can often recognize a potential ghost early on by how poorly they communicate. When you first follow up on their application, does it take several days to hear back? When you finally do hear back, is their response unclear? Are the messages poorly written? The answer to these questions can tell you a lot about a candidate's interest and attention. Two, difficulty in scheduling next steps. Some back and forth on scheduling interviews is not unusual, but if it seems like no time is ever convenient for the candidate, then they may not be worth your time. Similarly, you may also find it difficult getting the candidate to complete personality and skills assessments in time for the interview, which usually means it's not a priority for them. Three, not committing to a start date. 
candidates may need some flexibility in setting a start date, especially if they're leaving another job or another city. But if you can't get them to commit to a start date within a few days, it may mean you're their backup plan while they're waiting to hear back from another employer. It's tempting to hold out hope when you've made it this far, but waiting on them may not be serving your need to fill the position in a timely way. Of course, these signs can only help you spot a potential ghost. So what can you do to make sure ghosts don't get the most of your organization? Five ways to mitigate candidate ghosting. Frankly, you can't entirely eliminate the possibility that you'll never be ghosted by another candidate, but you can mitigate the risk by being proactive in these five ways. Make your hiring process more efficient. When hiring is hot, top talent doesn't stay on the market long. That's why we covered how to hire faster in a recent episode of HR Party of One, which I'll link to in the description. I highly recommend you check it out. Along with many practical tips, a key takeaway from that episode is the importance of standardizing your process throughout the seven stages of hiring. Standardizing your hiring process is the best way to streamline it. This requires HR to assume a more strategic role in the hiring process, maintaining consistency and training managers. It also means the hiring manager responsible for filling any particular position should be the person that position will be reporting to. To coordinate HR strategy with recruiters' efforts, use an applicant tracking system, or ATS. Bernie Portal offers a free version of our ATS, which includes an Indeed integration for job postings and a template library for job descriptions and applicant communication. I'll link to our free ATS in the description, along with an episode that covers the benefits of an ATS. Write transparent job descriptions. In the Robert Half survey, 23% of respondents said a reason they ghosted was the job wasn't what they expected, and 27% gave a similar response in the Vizier survey. The disconnect between job expectations and the reality of the role can be resolved with more transparent job descriptions. Many managers try so hard to make a position sound enticing that they set unrealistic expectations in the descriptions they write. That includes salary expectations, which was the number one reason Vizier survey respondents gave for ghosting an employer. Many hiring managers think that not listing salary expectations in the job descriptions gives them leverage in negotiating. But more often than not, it means they're not going to be on the same page as applicants until both parties have invested much valuable time in the process. Also, advertising a position's competitive salary is about as informative as a gas station advertising clean restrooms. Mentioning it leads to more questions than answers. Instead, include target compensation in the job description. Target comp is what you expect a reasonably good performer to earn in a given role, including bonus opportunities or other incentives. This could be the most important thing you do to make sure nobody's wasting their time. If you're interested in learning more about job descriptions, target compensation, or pay transparency, check out earlier episodes of HR Party of One dedicated to these topics. I'll link to them in the description. Three, offer competitive compensation and benefits. As I said, it's not enough to declare that salary and benefits are competitive. You should make compensation clear enough that candidates can decide for themselves. And if you're going to give them the information they need to make a decision, you should also make sure that you look favorable by comparison. In order to offer competitive compensation, you need to stay up to date on industry standards and do your research. After all, a quality candidate who understands their value already has. This may require you to get creative with the benefits your organization offers. For example, pet ownership increased dramatically during the pandemic, so offering flexibility in pet insurance can help you recruit and retain employees who've recently adopted one for their household. Four, communicate in a timely and engaging way. As I've mentioned, poor communication is at the root of candidate ghosting. 
While you can't force a candidate to respond to you in a timely manner, you can encourage them to do so by responding quickly yourself. To encourage more engagement, write and speak clearly and concisely, ending each communication with a question that requires a response. That's actually a habit we've adopted at Bernie Portal to improve email correspondence. Timely and engaging communication also signals to a candidate that you're interested in them. That gesture can inspire interest from them as well, especially when they see that mutual respect makes a great first impression. Five, honor the golden rule. Speaking of mutual respect, the key to company culture, do unto candidates as you would have them do unto you. To put it more plainly, stop ghosting job candidates. Beyond the common courtesy of treating other human beings with dignity and respect, ghosting candidates can hurt your brand and your bottom line. Any candidate who is treated poorly in the hiring process is unlikely to apply for other positions within your organization, even if they're more qualified for them. They're also unlikely to become a customer or remain one if that's why they were interested in applying in the first place. And they will tell friends, family, and others in their network as well. So take a moment to respond to candidates. Even a customized template from your ATS is better than silence. Your organization has the power to significantly mitigate this risk. And HR pros like you can say, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. As always, remember that your role is as strategic as you make it. Bye, y'all.